everybody! And welcome to the I Hate Matt Wall Poetry and Trying to Find a Rental Property podcast where I talk about poetry and am angry at trying to find a rental property. Today, we're going to talk about unpopular opinions, which belong to me, and we're going to talk about... um, some other stuff too we're going to go over some um, emails that i got from some of you and some comments that i got from some of you because some of the stuff that was said was actually very interesting and i want to share i want to share a lot what is first 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 ah yes the stars. You know we think critics are garbage. And the only thing that matters is a star rating or a percentage score or a thumb up or anything like that. The new year is right around the corner. So start the new year off right by giving the show five stars. Because it's the right thing to do. You know you should do it. And if you don't do it, you will have bad luck all next year. Probably. I don't know that for sure. I'm going to guess probably. Okay? So that is something you now have to look forward to. Which, you know, is something that could either be really negative or really positive. You get to decide your own destiny. You get to decide how this works out for you. My guess, not so good. That's just like my educated, honest opinion. Um, But, you know, I'm not a doctor, you know, so I don't know. You guys have to decide. I hope you all had a really good Christmas and um, Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and whatever you celebrate, if you celebrate anything at all. And if you don't celebrate anything at all, I hope you didn't feel left out and fuck what people think. If you want to just sit around and fucking be alone and, like, not deal with people, fucking more power to you. If you don't want to deal with your family, more power to you. Good God. If everyone had the strength and will that you do, holidays would probably be a lot nicer, in in all honesty. Although I will say I had a pretty decent Christmas. It was pretty good. I enjoyed myself. It was nice. It was fine. I liked it. (sighs) So, with that said, um, let's get into the motherfucking shoutouts. You know what I'm saying. Oh, wait, no. Last page. So, the shoutouts. How this works is that the people who support this show my channel and my art get shout outs and they get put into the back of whatever chapbook comes out that month. Here is a shout out to all those good folks over on Patreon. Thank you to Michael. Thank you to Deborah. Thank you to Cedar. Thank you to Harry. You guys are awesome. I appreciate you. And I also want to give a big thank you to those over in the thank you crew on YouTube who get to see the video versions of this podcast so you can see me wearing the exact hide 
and fur and skin of a tiger that was killed by my hands when they were not on my body. Someone else was wielding them. It's a very weird story, but they got to keep the inside of the tiger. I got to keep the outside, and now I'm wearing it. And if you're just listening to the show, you would never know. But for those of you who are watching it, you guys get to see me dressed up like a tiger. Okay? So a big thank you to Patrick, to Britt, to J.H., and to A.M. and to Alan. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. And now... For the big swinging dicks of the goddamn fucking anarchy crew, am I right, everybody? Yes, it is time for the anarchy crew to get what's theirs. These damn motherfucking shoutouts. So, thank you to Bunny, to Nate, to Mindy, to Thomas, to Tim, to Lisa, to Josh, to Jessica to Shaylin, to Caitlin, to Unk, and a big fucking thank you to the number one chappy, the motherfucking SDG. So thank you so much. And if you would like to be in the Anarchy Crew, the coolest crew of Crew Town, all you gotta do is go over to my YouTube channel, hit join, Select Anarchy Crew, and not only do you get the video version of this podcast and any other little goodies I drop along the way, but you get over a hundred videos of lessons and workshops. You also get to have your work put in to the Poetic Anarchy anthologies. Other things that the Anarchy Crew are putting together. Project Broadside, you're going to find out all about that next month. Or next year, however you look at things. And there's also going to be, no one knows about this yet, but there's going to be a chapbook of just Anarchy Crew folks. Next year, I will tell you what that thing will be. Um, Also, you get members-only live streams once a week. You get daily writing prompts. As close to daily as I could get. Sometimes I forget, you know, whatever. Um, Usually when I forget, I'll throw two in there. So you get kind of, you know, what you get. Um, In fact, if you want a writing prompt right now, I'll give you one for free. A freebie. Write what comes to your mind when I tell you to write about your favorite song. So there you go. Writing prompt. Start writing. Type hard. Do the thing. Plus, all of that shit. Um, You get to join the Discord server where just Anarchy Crew peeps are talking shit and doing the thing. And then, if you want to be like the SDG and get in on that chapbook of the month club, you get everything the Anarchy Crew has to offer. But you also get shipped to your domicile. Everything I do. As it comes out. Like MacArthur Park. My new chapbook. Get it. There's only 37 copies and they're going as quickly as water goes down a clogged drain. So make of that what you will. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. With all of these things said, let's jump into 
some emails from the gmails if you know what i'm saying which you probably do because i just fucking said it all right so let's get into it shall we first off i wanted to read an email it was an actual legit question here's the question and this is from stardust okay where can we publish our work electronically online for free now, the way they set this email up, it's actually really cool. They asked the question, explained what the cons were, explained what the pros were, explained that they're tired and exhausted of things, and then the needs requirements. This is exactly how every email should ever be sent. Just saying. So, the cons right now, working against no laptop, no computer, no ink for printer, no money, not exactly true, but none to invest in this, all caps, hobby. Okay? I have another question about that to ask what and why is this a hobby? And what and why would make it more than a hobby? If you understand what I'm saying. Um, the pros, not in it for monetary gain, not a career move. Got a Tab 6 Lite and an Android Samsung phone. Okay? So, no monetary gain, not a career move. Just want to get stuff out through either the phone or the Tab 6. I don't know what a Tab 6 is. Tired and exhausted of all of these things. Facebook, Instagram, Webador, Wix, YouTube, Online Public Diary. Um... And then there's some other stuff in, in there too. But um, needs requirements. To post images, blog shit like journal entries mainly, poetry, video links from YouTube, music and or audio links or files or redirects. A personal page basically. Okay, so there's a lot here to play with. Now, I don't know if things like... I'm sure it's not even called this anymore, but Blogger or Blogspot, those used to be things. And a lot of what you're talking about on here sounds like that could have been a good thing for you if that's still a thing, which I don't know if it is. Wattpad used to be a thing. I'm sure it still exists. I don't know how active people are on that. But here's the thing that trips me out about what you're asking, because this is just a hobby. This isn't a career move and you're not in it for monetary gain fine that's not a problem the question i have for you is why do you need to have all of this stuff if you don't care who sees it or what because like you want to post images blog shit like journal entries poetry video links from youtube music audio links you know you want to do all this stuff but you also don't want because like in the tired and exhausted you said it's actually a social media site and i'm looking for more of a place where it's just me where i can do just me if you want to just do you grab a notebook and write everything you want in that notebook write your poetry in that notebook write like your favorite videos in that notebook write what your favorite songs are in that notebook write down you could write down lists of like songs you're listening to, like little playlists and shit like that. 
if you don't need any social interaction and you're not doing this for money, then why do you need anything? Just write it in a notebook. If you're kind of being coy a little bit and you do kind of want the social interaction, then there are different forms of social media where you can do this. And I know you said you didn't want to do that, but like there are places like Instagram, with the exception of not being able to post links, like clickable links, you could post copy and paste links that don't click to anything, but like doing the photos and all that stuff and the poetry and you could do actual huge posts underneath the image or on the image, you could totally do that. You could set your account to private and only allow people in there that you want in there. You know, you could have a Facebook page and I'm sure you probably already have all this stuff and you could set your account to private. You could set it to where no one can see it unless you say that they can see it. You know, there are ways to make social media not be very social if you want. Um, so that would be what I would say. I, I will check out like the site you have listed in here called deepundergroundpoetry.com. I don't know anything about that site. Um, I need to check it out and see if it's something that is kind of cool. But like if you don't if you're not wanting to show this to anybody and you're not trying to make money doing this, then keep it simple and just keep a notebook or keep a notepad list on your phone of all this stuff and just back it up all the time, which will be an, the next question I'm going to go over right here. I had a question from Andrew saying, what, what was it? What happens when your backups fail? And Andrew asked this question on a video I did talking about um, backing up your work. And I'm talking about it here because I don't know if this is enough to do a whole video on. And I've already done videos on this. But basically, when you are keeping your stuff electronically, okay, you always want to have like a hard drive backup of all your stuff. And some people are like, oh, I don't want to like get the hard drive out and do that all the time and blah, 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 blah. Some people have their hard drives out all the time and plugged in. And every day it just updates the files that are supposed to be backed up on it. Some people only do it like once a month or once a week. And they'll just plug the hard drive in, let it update, and then that's it. Or they'll have like a thumb drive and they just plug it in once a month and overwrite whatever the fuck was on it before. Um, I have a hard drive that I put everything on. But what I also do is I copy and paste everything I write every month and um, paste it into um, the body of a um, email that I then send to myself. And then once I get that email, I put it in a folder called on my Gmail called my shit. And it's like every email is a month. And like in the like you, you need to put a title like in the subject line that you will remember. So I usually do like this month. It'll be December 22 poems. And that's how every one of those go. So if I can't find poems from one month, I just type in November 22 poems. 
October 22 poems. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you need to do all this stuff. So, and when I say multiple backups, because your hard drive could crash, but if you still have your Gmail account, you'll have that. If you have iCloud, do that too. And then you have iCloud, Gmail, thumb drive, hard drive, and your computer or your phone. You know what I'm saying? You need to have multiple things of stuff. And if you're like a couple people I know who like to write stuff and then delete it when they sober up or whatever, which drives me fucking crazy, you need to have multiple things where you could put stuff to keep you from being your own worst enemy and deleting your work. Did I have another question from Andrew? I think I did. Let me check. I did a video a while back. I don't even remember what it was called now. But um, it was kind of talking about somebody who they said in their email that there are things they want to write or they want to write, but like they just can't do it kind of thing. Maybe I talked about it on the podcast. I don't remember. But the question was, I don't understand. It's what Andrew says. He's like, I don't understand how you want to want to write. So basically what the thing is, is that there will be times when you feel creative or you want to feel creative. Like you're like, cause you feel good when you create, you feel good when you write. And when you're not doing that, you, you start to long for it, but there will be times when you just don't feel motivated enough to write. Okay. You want to be motivated. So when I say you want to want to write, I'm just saying you want to be motivated. Because when you're motivated, you could write, you could ride a bike, you could fly a car, whatever you want to do. If you're motivated to do it, the doing is easy, but the motivation is hard. So that's what my argument was for that. So hopefully that helps. <clears throat> okay, more emails. The emails, the emails. Oh, and I wanted to say, JH sent me a question. And I can't remember if it was in an email or in a comment. But um, sent me a question. And I'm working on the answer to that. Okay? I, I don't want you to think I have forgotten. I'm trying to build the best answer for that possible. And I'm waiting on some word back from some people. So, hang on to that one. Okay. Let me see. Okay, so this is from Ethan. So, your assessment of Beyond the Valley of Dolls is spot on. Um, this is from a couple episodes back. Also, what a wild thing. Also, yeah, you're probably right about non-commercialist criticism. Sigh. I'm starting to see now that part of your mission seems to be to see the way things are going with writing, with technology, with the world, the truth of our situation, and to work to make the best of it, and hopefully even better. Thank you. That's awesome. I could not have said that better myself at all. Um, that, that filled me with a sense of pride. So thank you for saying that. Also, you said that in the future, movie critics would probably be people like Kim Kardashian, but you're even closer than you might think. Studios have indeed paid her and other influencers like her to promote their films. The most recent example was the Don't Worry Darling movie. Kim K's mini review she posted on Instagram got more views and engagement than any real review possibly could have. That's disgusting. I had no idea that that was a thing that was really happening. I was just 
um, pulling names out of my ass. And so um, we're already in the future. So um, we are now in dystopia. I hope you enjoy your stay. It will be a long one. Oh, and yes, I am going to share this too. One important difference between you and most of the other small dangling dick poets out there is that you are actually is that you actually care about cultivating a real audience of people who are eager to read your shit, no strings attached. And your comments about wound size versus bleeding on the page, perfect. Oh. Ethan, I don't mean to applaud you for complimenting me. But you are saying things very simply that it seems to take me a long time to say. So you are like, like, I don't know, like the synopsis of like my mission statement. Is that a thing? I don't know if that's a thing. But if that is, Ethan, thank you. Like you're putting things together very concisely and I appreciate that a great deal. Ugh. As far as the suicide episode, I don't have much to comment on or to add to. All I can say is that some that is some real shit. I've dealt with some real darkness, but nothing is bad in that way. And this is the perfect time of year to come out with such an episode. You're right. This time of year sees the most suicides. I think your words can help more people out than you even know. Thanks. And then he starts talking awesome about MacArthur Park. Woo! Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, and then I he I have one more thing. I don't know if this this was just us chatting. Let me see if this is. Uh... Oh, 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 yes. He says my copies of the Blood Rag arrived. I love it. So punk, very cool. I will do my best to distribute. And I thoroughly enjoy this publication. Awesome, awesome. I'm so glad. Um, and it says, I, I will plan to submit again in the future, and you can submit as often as you like. Um, this goes for everybody who submits to Blood Rag. Like, if you have something to send to me, send it to me. It's fine. Um, there's no, like, oh, you can't be in here. Like, Blood Rag is not at a point where it tells people to hold off on shit yet. And then he says, I do have one question about the Blood Rag. Where did you get the name? I think of Jane's Addiction, Porno for Pyro's song, when I think of that name. And then, of course, or the historical thing women use. So just to go over that, I don't know exactly what song he's referring to. My Jane's Addiction is um, the first album, Nothing Shocking, and um, Ritual Day Habitual, or however you call it. But so the Blood Rag is exactly what it sounds like. It's like I wanted there to be... um, a thing of poetry that comes out that is just people bleeding on the page, cutting their wrists and writing in blood kind of thing. And the term rag, um, again, is one of those old timey derogatory remarks for like a tabloid or a newspaper. Like, Oh, that old scurrilous rag, you know, like something like that. And so the blood rag it's just, I, I wanted blood, and it's a rag. So that's what I wanted. And then some guy, like right after the first issue came out, some dude like started giving me a bunch of shit about it and going like, oh, yeah, you, you, you got a blood rag? Yeah, my wife has one of those once a month. <laughs> and he thought he was really fucking clever and funny. Um, 
and I was just like, well, if you're, that wasn't the point, but if you're going to be um, kind of a dick about it, this also only happens once a month. So if that helps your analogy there, buddy, like knock yourself out. So that is the blood rag. And issue six is out now. Issue seven is already filling up. So that's awesome. And then I had one more email to go over. I wanted to share a little bit from it. And this is from Alice over at Poetry Says. And I'm not going to read all of it, but um, there, there was some stuff in it that I think are really important to know. I feel like what people usually say when someone shares that they're, they are or have been struggling is some flavor of, well, take it easy. Don't expect too much out of yourself. But as you hit on in the episode, for some of us, going easy makes it harder. Meanwhile, allowing yourself to really sink into making something that can be the perfect way to move some of, of the darkness through, or at least to keep your mind and hands occupied while the darkness moves through in its own time. And that is so true. Like, even if, and we'll even say it like this, even if the stuff you're making is not good, and it is very poor quality, whatever, um, is something that you will never show to another human being. If that stuff is keeping you occupied and keeping you busy while pushing that energy out of you, that is very, very, very important. So never discount that. Even if you're doing something stupid, like just like, I don't know, like doing like origami or like something little, like building Legos, like anything creative where your mind is like doing something is helpful, you know? So just don't discount things. But the hardest thing when you get like that is one of the main indicators that you're going through a depressive episode is when you lose interest in things you normally love. That's like usually like one of the first like indicators. And so when that happens, you have to like realize that that's happening and then go, oh shit. And either try to see if you could find that interest again or try to find something new that you haven't had time yet to not have interest in. You know what I'm saying? So just do shit like that. Keep that moving. Keep that going. And then Alice said separately, it makes my head spin to think that you guys have to go, what you guys have to go through to get that, get medication. A different address means a whole new intake process. Dude, it's not even just that as much as it is. It, it, it is, I mean, it is a whole new intake process. But, like, you can have that even when you keep the same insurance. But you just go to, like, a different building for help. You know, you have to go through the whole thing again. But there's other times when, like, places you move to, like, you can get care from the place you were getting care at before, but do you want to drive an hour and a half to get to that place? Or do you want to go to one of the 10 hospitals or clinics that you drove by on the way there? So when you go to a new place, for some reason, like there is no transference of anything. And like when I came here, I kept trying to get the doctors here to get all of my paperwork from the last place I was at. And they're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But then they asked me all the questions. 
And I'm like, look, we've already been through all this. Don't you guys have any of this stuff? And they're like, no, we don't have it. And it's just like, okay, you guys had seriously like six months to collect all this stuff. Like, where the hell is it? Like, where are my records? You know? And it's just like, I don't know if it's like laziness or if it's a bureaucracy shit that I know nothing about. But that is something that definitely fucking happens. Alice sent a Berryman poem. This is uh, Dream Song 342. And I will try my best to read this properly. So, fan mail from foreign countries. Is that fame? Imitations and parodies in your own translations? Most of the relevant prizes, your private name, splash on page one, with a photograph alone, or you with your lovely wife. Interviews on television and radio, on various continents, can that be fame? Henry could not find out. Before he left the ship at Cove, he was photographed. I don't know how they knew he was coming. He said as little as possible. He wanted to know whether his source of inspiration might now be Irish. I cried out, of course, and waved him off with my fountain pen. The tender left the liner and headed for shore. Cove, pronounced Cove, approached. Our luggage was ready, and anonymously we went into customs. A lone letter from a young man. That is fame. So that was awesome, Alice. Thank you so much for sending that to me. And again, when I picked up that copy of Dream Songs, it's only like 1 through 77. So anything after that, I don't have. So um, that's awesome to hear. So thank you, thank you so much for that. And now we will get on to the show part of the show. All right, so here we are. And today we're going to be talking about unpopular opinions my unpopular opinions and a lot of what i'm going to say could piss a lot of you off i hope it doesn't because it's just art and it's just my opinion you guys could like whatever the fuck it is you like i don't give a shit it doesn't bother me probably first and foremost that's going to drive everyone absolutely batty i don't like shakespeare i think it's overrated i think he's overrated i think a lot of the plays are overrated I'm done. I'm over it. It's old hat. I know a lot of you read Shakespeare all the time. There's always some Shakespeare thing you're reading. And if you like it, fucking that's amazing. Good for you. That's cool. If you don't like it, great. If you've been, like, pressured by other people to read Shakespeare and been pressured to say that you like it, you don't have to. It's okay to not like Shakespeare. Now, some of you might be going, oh, but you don't understand. You know what? I do understand. I don't fucking care. I don't care. I don't care. That's it. And someone's drag racing up and down my street. Like a lot of you, Shakespeare was kind of forced on me in school and then forced on me in college and I forced myself to pretend to be intellectual enough to give a shit. And um, I just honestly 
don't care. Shakespeare was considered garbage in his day. And now, because some people said he's great, everyone has to agree that he's great. Some people argue if Shakespeare even wrote everything Shakespeare said he wrote. Some people argue if Shakespeare was even just one person. Bottom line is, I don't care. It doesn't matter. I do not care. Okay. So that's the biggest um, thing right there. Another thing. And I was talking to um, some people over um, in the Slee Ricketts community about this. Homer. Okay. Homer's great. I read the Odyssey. I read the Iliad. I liked the Iliad better. Other than that, I don't fucking care. I don't give a shit about Homer. I don't give a shit about Homer's work. Like, Buck's over there. Like, Homer's like the end-all, be-all, the creator of all, and all this other shit. And if that's how he feels, that is fine. He is allowed to have his opinion on that. That opinion does not bother me. It does not change anything in my everyday life. At all. But me? I don't care for it. I don't like it. I don't want to read it again. I don't want to read more of it. I don't want to read more of him. I don't fucking care. I'm done. I really don't give a shit. Paradise Lost. I'm over it. There was a time when I was in college when I thought that was the greatest shit ever. I don't fucking care anymore. I'm over it. I don't like it. I don't care. The more and more I think about stuff, the more I think I don't fucking like anything. As far as stuff like that goes, I would say probably my favorite of, I don't know, old-timey epics and shit like that would probably be um, Canterbury Tales. That's probably, like, the thing that I have the most fond memories of. Am I going to read it again? Nope. Do I care? Absolutely not. Should you care? I sure as fuck hope not. There's no reason for you to care what I like. And then I, I keep trying to find people that I like. Because the people that I like are very few and far between. And one of the biggest reasons is, and it might be me being cynical, but the biggest reasons I think, honestly, is that I don't give a fuck. I don't fucking care. Like, I'm a busy fucking dude. I got a lot of shit to do. Okay? I don't want to have to fucking give my life over to a writer to find out if I'm going to enjoy their work. I need to know right away or I'm out. And some of you might be going, well, that's not the way you should approach literature. Then I won't fucking approach literature anymore. I'll be like Garth Marenghi and write more books than I've read. And I'm completely fine with that. Now, some of you also might be saying, like, uh, this is not how you do things, and all this other shit, and, um, you know, there are classics out there that you need to be reading and shit, and I think classics that people need to be reading are fucking Conan, <laughs> dude, just read a bunch of Robert E. Howard and you'll be fine, yeah, read, um, Robert E. Howard for the fantasy stories, 
and read um, Harry Wintington for fucking noir and crime. And other than that, you're good. You're good to go. Like, once you read things that are so fucking good, like, what's the point in reading a bunch of shit that's not as good? What's the fucking point? It doesn't make any sense. Like, I, I should read more things to see things that are not as good as the things that I already like. That's silly. If I read something that I find better than something that I like, I will move one person and put the new person in. And things are gravy. And that's cool. I just, I just don't fucking care. I would rather write subpar work than read other people's subpar work. And I know, um, I think Alice said this on one of her episodes, the five to one rule. Like, um, was that what it was? I don't know. I could be totally making this up. I, I feel like I'm wrong about this. But it was something like, you need to like read five poetry books for every one that you write. Or maybe it's five poems for every one you write. Or five novels for every novel you write. I don't know if that's actually what was said. I can't remember now. And I don't know if that just means in general. Because in general, maybe I've done that. Maybe I've read five to ten novels for every novel that I've written. Maybe maybe that's okay. Maybe that works. But as far as poem goes, poems go, yeah, I fucked that up a long time ago. I've probably written more poems than I've read. And um, I'm completely okay with that. Because I have started to read a lot of poems that are just not that good, in my opinion. They might be good for other people, not good for me. So that is, um, that's, that's the thing. I, I would rather make art than consume other people's art. And that's where I find a lot of my leisure time going. So let me know what you think about this. You can send me an email to IHateMattWall at gmail.com. Now you might hate me even more. Um, and let me know what you think. And if I'm wrong, explain yourself so I could make a fool of you on the next episode. So anyway, off to the butt plugs. Okay, so real quick, butt plugs here. On my YouTube page... I've actually been posting songs. Um, I did a specials cover and I did a cramps cover. And um, I have not been demonetized or anything like that yet. So I might continue to do that. Um, I also put up a video today um, on the making of the first feature film I did, which was called Creep Creeperson's Frankenstein. So if you're interested in any of that, you can find that there. So um, go to my website, IHateMountWall.com, join the mailing list, because you only have a few days left to get that free ebook before it's gone forever. And some of you have written me saying that you can't find it, like you didn't get it in your email. So what you need to do is um, go through your spam folder, go through your promotions folder, and see if you got an email from me and the best way to do that is to put Matt Wall in the search when you're in those folders and see if it comes up and um, I don't know what I can't remember what the email would be titled so um, I don't know but when you find that email like star it 
or put it on your whitelist so it goes into your primary uh, mail folders for now on. But um, there will be a link in there for the free book. So if you don't have that, but you've signed up for the mailing list, send me an email at ihateoutwallgmail.com and I'll just send it to you um, so you have it. If you're interested in mentorship, go over to ihatemountwall.com slash mentorship. Um, you can find my chapbooks, my broadsides, the blood rag, my zines over at my Etsy shop. And again, if you don't know how to get there, just go to ihatemountwall.com. And in the upper right-hand corner, there will be an E in a square. And you can click that, and it'll take you to Etsy. Um, my books are on Amazon. My novels, my serials, my poetry, stuff like that. You could get that there if you like the Amazon thing. Um, you could also find the Poetic Anarchy Volumes 1 and 2 there. Volume 3 will be coming in January. Um, my music's everywhere. The cops are coming. Um, nice. High-speed pursuit. Um, if you have any comments about any of this, again, send it to IHateMountWallGmail.com. And if you want me to come teach a workshop or do a reading or anything like that for whatever group you're a part of, drop me a line. I'm into doing shit. Okay? So, MacArthur Park. It's out now. Go pick it up. It's really dark in here. You can't see. Type hard, everybody. Keep doing what you're doing. And I will talk to you all later. I just want to give a quick thanks to those people who make these videos possible. Anarchy Crew and my followers on Patreon. I appreciate the hell out of you guys. And thank you so much for keeping me going to keep this content possible. You guys are awesome. And if you'd like to join the crew or the Anarchy Crew, just hit the join button beneath this video. And if you'd like to become a member of my Patreon, you can run over to the link down below to do that as well. Thank you.